Kia ora, welcome to the Invisible Sensei Podcast, and as is my custom, I will wish you well, wherever you happen to be listening to this, and thank you for taking the time to listen. Today's podcast is going to be entitled, The Importance of Being Seen, and for me the inspiration for this comes from an experience I had just this past weekend. Over the last couple of weeks, I haven't been putting up as many podcasts as I usually do because for the last year, I've been preparing for a seminar that I'm a co-founder of. Uh, the seminar is called The Gorgeous Guys, and it's held here in New Zealand, and it was our second year, although our third seminar, and um, it was really well attended. If you want to see it, just look on... Facebook and look for the Gorgeous Guys seminar and you'll see what I'm talking about. One of the things that I think martial arts lacks, or at least in my experience, is true and tangible opportunities to train with people who are not in your dojo, who are not in your style, who might have a different approach. <coughs> and that was very true this weekend. We we're able to get together, gosh, masses of people. And unlike other countries, we are very lucky in the sense that we are in level one. So we're able to pretty much conduct business as usual in terms of uh, personal space, um, although there are restrictions in place. So we're able to spar and grapple and do all those kind of things. And I realize that a lot of people listening to this probably are not able to do that and haven't been able to do that for a while. So we count ourselves very lucky. So we gathered together all these different participants, all these different styles and sensei, and it was really quite a scary process to begin with because for the most part, all the Yudancha was senior to myself, senior to both David and Sensei Scanlon, both of who have been on this podcast, um, Sensei Josh Scanlon of the Shinjo Kaidojo and Sensei David Redaway of IUGKF. NZ, both great practitioners and great friends. It's always scary in life to put something out there. And I've got friends of mine that are artists, and I couldn't imagine putting my heart and soul into something so personal, you know, a painting, a sculpture, a whatever it is and actually putting it out there for people to judge which is in a sense I suppose in the martial arts sense that's what happened on the weekend and by that I mean karate for me personally is something and martial arts in general is very personal to me as I say I'm the sensei of a very small dojo a very I guess almost boutique dojo we have gosh I think maybe 10 members all wonderful close friends and so on and so forth so I don't have thousands of students or anything like that and we decided we wanted to create a platform where people could come together train spar exchange in in a tangible kind of a way a lot of times people pay lip service to the idea of learning and and teaching and exchanging the fear of course was asking myself I'm speaking for myself what the hell do I have to teach anyone 
especially let alone people who have been doing karate longer than me. Um, we had people who were as high as eighth tan in gojuri karate and different styles of karate, and then right down to children who were yellow belts. So it was a really unique blend. The seminar itself went for three days, and I found myself being completely exhausted by the end of it, and in fact, have taken a bit of a Facebook social media break as a result of it because I've just been so saturated. <laughs> um, it went really well, which was great. But it's interesting, how many times in life do we really take a chance and put ourselves out there? I suppose there's a number of levels. One was putting stuff out there on social media about the idea of having a seminar. Two was feeling like I could charge for it. It's feeling like we actually were worth, worth people paying money for, which is always a very confronting kind of a thing. And three, the actual seminar itself. How do we manage and how do we negotiate people who are in the etiquette sense and in the grading sense higher than you? Who are you, or who am I rather, to teach? And it goes back to something I really believe that everyone is, everyone is a sensei in something. And I really believe that sometimes we have to put things out there. We have to do something which frightens us, which scares us. And certainly teaching a seminar like that is an intimidating prospect. And you have to firmly bite down on your sense of low self-esteem and just do it. And it was a great opportunity. I think what I learned from teaching that seminar, <coughs> pardon me, with Sensei Redaway and Sensei Scanlon was that we have three really unique and different approaches to the same thing. But then there was, in the room, there was 80 different approaches. There was 80 different ways of doing exactly the same thing. I learned so much. I learned so many things over the weekend i came away so inspired by the different techniques by the different approaches that i've got food for thought for the next thousand years so i'll just spend the next thousand years trying to <laughs> master all these techniques i think that if you're considering getting into a situation where you need to put your stuff out there be that online be that on social media be that um, teaching a seminar or inviting people other than your dojo into your dojo I think that takes a fair amount of courage but I also think that that's what martial arts has always been and hopefully will always be it's not something new I believe particularly for karate it used to be about a collaboration senior sensei training together and supporting each other Perhaps you had a student who wanted to learn a particular kata, so I will send student B to Sensei C, because I know the kata better. And there was no ego involved. What was at the heart of those sort of decisions were what was best for the student. So I saw some completely amazing techniques, but more than that, I saw people who were willing to put aside their high ranks, to train with everybody. We round robined, we sparred, we did partner work. You had 
sixth and seventh nuns training with green belts. Uh, you saw exchanges happening, and the, the creation of technique and eyes opening and people getting inspired and being inspired about their, their style and what they do. Because I think at the end of the day, the responsibility for those sort of gatherings, at least in my mind, is to get people excited about what they do. It's not about teaching them something new, but it's about encouraging them to look at the things that they do in a new kind of a way. I hope that makes sense. I also want to do some shout-outs too. Um, it was really nice to meet so many people who listened to the podcast. I was really honoured and really flattered. I know that Kalima and Tiawa, um, Tiawa, my partner, and Kalima, um, a family member, but also a wonderful martial arts student who's a regular contributor to the podcast, they got kind of um, bailed up and people said, oh, yeah, we heard you on the podcast, and I think it's so cool. Um I also want to do a big shout out to Sam and Wendy and to Rob um, who came all the way from the other side of the country to come and train at our uh, seminar at our Gashuku and one thing I want to put out there is that we had a room full of female practitioners really skilled black belt practitioners and for me, one thing I'd like to see, we did a gorgeous guys seminar. I like to see a gorgeous girls or something which is embracing of <clears throat> the different genders and the different ways in which people choose to practice karate or aikido or judo or whatever martial art it is that you do. I would love to see that and I'd love to support that. Um, so yeah. To all those people who came to the seminar and happened to listen to the podcast, I want to thank them so much for taking the time to come. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. A lot of times when I do this, I'm not talking to you. I'm (laughs) I'm saying things out loud so I can remember them. I know this has been a bit of a ramble. I'm going to be more regular with the podcast. But yeah, I guess at the end of the day, I want to say don't be frightened to put yourself out there. Don't be frightened to pressure test. Don't be frightened to question. Because that's what it's all about. Karate and martial arts is not about fighting. At the end of the day, it's about understanding our relationship with others. And more importantly, understanding ourselves.